Welcome to Green Wave Radio. Your episode starts now. Hey, you're listening to Green Wave Radio. I'm Hayden Kim. Everyone has always had those dreams, those goals that you wish you could do, but just don't have the time or the money to do it, like writing a screenplay or recording a movie. But then there are those people who are different, those people who have the drive and the initiative to go out and achieve what they want to do. One of those people is Cole Kiefer. He wrote a children's book that is both unique and interesting, and best of all, he's a Delberton student. Today, we're going to talk about his story and what motivated him to do what many of us wish we could do. Hi, uh, what's up guys? My name is Cole Kiefer. I'm a senior at Delbarton, graduating this year. Okay, um, let's start. Tell me a little bit about yourself. What motivated you to write a book? Alright, so pretty much, publishing a book was something that I always knew that I wanted to do, but it was something that I never had the motivation to really do. Because when you're trying to publish a book, especially when you're in a high school setting, everything else still has to come first. Your grades still have to come first, you know, your sports, your other clubs that you have, you know, you, you have to do. And writing a book is something that you're doing completely on your own. It's something that requires 100% self-ambition. But at the same time, if you don't do it, you'll never be penalized. So it's really tough to find the self-motivation on top of doing all of your homework, doing sports. At the end of the day, late at night, you can either, you know, you have choices. Do you want to go sleep? Do you want to go play video games? But you have to be able to make the conscious choice to come and you know work on your book. And in reality, I have a I have a younger brother, two younger brothers, but my youngest brother, who's actually six, he was born just around the beginning of ninth grade. So when I just came to Del Barton, I used to read him books to put him to bed. And you know most you know look at the average stereotypical children's book around you know five minute read, simple pictures, simple words, simple yet predictable plot. There's no purpose to the story itself. It's for entertainment for young children, but there's not a lot that's learned from the book itself. So what I wanted to do was write a book about something that I'm passionate about. At the end, that ended up being astronomy and mythology. But at the same time, I wanted it to be educational. I wanted kids to be able to learn from what it was that I was writing. So I mean, my passions for the book came from actually the Science and Research Club. Uh, I was lucky enough to be chosen as one of the co-presidents. But I mean, seeing all of these kids in the science and research club that are so passionate about the sciences that they study outside of school, you know, on top of all the workload that they're doing was something that led me to actually writing this book because I took it as a project of my own, similar to something that you would take as a research project. So my junior year, on top of writing my book, I did a astronomy project on binomial machines, which are artificial AI that, you know, traveled in space to exoplanets. And when I was thinking about space, I had thought of the planets. And when, when just thinking of the planets passively, all of those names sounded very familiar. So anybody who knows mythology knows that all of those planets are actually named after Greek and Roman gods. So right after this, you know, realization, I actually hopped online and I made sure that, you know, what I was saying wasn't just a big coincidence. Turns out it wasn't. It was an active, you know, move by the Romans. And I said, hey, why don't I write a children's book about this? Something that I've always wanted to do. And that's kind of how it came to fruition. Um, let's talk a little more about your family and maybe and your little brother, who was the inspiration for this book. So my, my, I have two younger brothers. Uh, youngest one is Luke. He is currently today six years old. And my other brother, Brett, going into ninth grade, he is 14. So I mean... Both of my parents, they're both entrepreneurs, so more often than not, 
they're out of the house for pretty long periods of time. My dad's business, he runs it in Pennsylvania. So he stays in a house in Pennsylvania for, you know, three, four days a week. And my mom, she owns a company in Flanders, but she's usually out from early morning to, you know, seven, eight at night. So more often than not, I have a nanny who stays at my house who, you know, watches my younger brother, but she leaves at, you know, four or five o'clock. So I'm here to, you know, take care of my younger brother. So that's kind of how I used to read him books, you know, every single night. Sometimes we'd even come up with our own stories. He's also my godson, which kind of makes it more important to me that I wanted him to, I wanted to write something that he could think was his. So he always loved creating his own stories because it was something that, that was real and in front of him and something that, you know, was from his own devices. So I really liked getting my younger brother, Luke, involved in the book publishing process itself, you know, letting him know how I'm doing because he was probably the most excited, probably more excited than I was about the publishing of this book. Getting a little more into the nitty gritty of bookmaking, could you tell me about the hoops you had to jump through in order to get this book published? Yeah, so there's a whole lot that goes into publishing that I really did not account for beforehand. So the book itself, you, you start with an idea. So I had the idea, came from the Science and Research Club, and I wrote a script. And I pretty much changed the formatting of the book about six or seven times. Because at the beginning, I didn't really know how I wanted to mesh the gods and the planets. Because if you look at a god and a planet, aside from their name, they have nothing to do with one another. They're completely different. One of them dwells over the Earth. One of them is literally a planet in our solar system with completely different characteristics, history, etc. So my first, you know, biggest task was finding how am I going to mesh these two ideas together in a way that's intuitive, but also, you know, interesting. I don't need the book to be dry and I don't need it to be confusing. So after planning through how I wanted to write it, it was illustrations. This was probably the longest time of, of every part of the book. I'd say of the year and a half it took me from beginning to end, I would say six months of it was almost solely devoted to the illustrations. So I made a storyboard. I imagine using Google images and images from the internet to plan all of the pictures that you wanted to, to draw. And I myself am not an incredible artist, so I actually hired an independent artist off of Etsy. Etsy is pretty much just an uh, artsy website, you know, to buy art, hire independent artists, musicians, etc. So I used that application to hire an independent contractor to draw all of my photos, but I already had the storyboard made, so I pretty much had planned exactly how I wanted it to be done, and I just needed somebody to actually create that. And so it took six months because trying to communicate with somebody online exactly what your vision is when you have over 40 pictures takes quite a period of time. So that's why that took around uh, six months to do all of that. But I would say that was the longest portion. Then after that, it came to actually formatting. So a lot of kids and a lot of people that are just trying to publish books in general, they don't see, when people think about books, they see the book itself. But they don't see, you know, the script over here and the pictures over here. And it's very hard to put those two things together. You know, it's not like you can just fold a piece of paper and then write on it and boom, you have a book. You need to figure out how to put it in the right format so that it can be you know, spined properly with the book so that the background stays proper, so that the front cover is proper. So there's a lot of thinking that goes into it that I didn't realize. So what I pretty much did was for a week or two, I went through hundreds of children's books, just kind of looking at how they were formatted and then kind of making my own spin on how I would make mine. And then I was lucky enough that my dad actually was friends with somebody who does online design 
and formatting, and he was able to help me through the process of formatting the book. And then, you know, up in the end, what I had to do was get a government copyright, and then I went to an independent contractor called Book Baby, and what they pretty much do is give me an IP address. They print on demand, so they help me. Are they? They're actually the printer of the book, so it's self-published. But what I'm hoping to do in the next year is get it picked up by Scholastic, so they would pretty much buy the rights off of me, and then they would be in charge of the, you know, printing and selling and whatnot. Do you mind giving me a financial breakdown of like publication cost, how much money you made, how much money did it cost, that sort of thing? So the book itself. I had to spend money on an illustrator. I had to spend money for the government copyright for the Library of Congress, and I had to spend money for the formatting itself. So I would say beginning to end around eight hundred to a thousand dollars was what I had spent, and I would say at the moment. So I, it's published on a multitude of websites, but the thing is, every single website gives you a different percentage of a cut. Kind of like when you make a transaction in the stock market, market, or even make a transaction on something like PayPal, they take a small transaction fee. So with Amazon, they take a certain percentage of cut from whichever sale you make. And same thing with Barnes and Noble, same thing with Book Baby, the rest of it. So I would say, through all platforms, mostly Amazon's the biggest platform. It's sold out on Amazon about three or four times already. It's I would say about 150 or so books have been sold. So Overall, I've pretty much broken even, and it's been about a month and a half or so. Now that you've gotten this far, what is your plans for this book in the future? So, to be completely honest, writing was not something that I wanted to do as a career. I have, you know, different passions that I want to take to the professional field, but writing is something that I've always enjoyed, something that I've done on the side. I always read. I still read. You know, I try to make sure that I'm constantly, independently reading books outside of school. Because I still truly believe that it's the it's the best way to learn, and so this book pretty much just started as a little project to see you know I wonder what this is like, but in reality I've already had two or three more books lined up that I plan on writing, that um, and now obviously I'll be able to get through the process much quicker having done it before having knowing what to do, so I do plan on publishing more books in the future. So I hope that this kind of just leads to. Maybe an independent series of children's books that I would be able to, you know, write and make it as a, you know, a side passion of mine that I'd be able to pursue for however period of time. That was Cole Kiefer. You can check out his book titled "The Ancient Gods: The Superheroes of Our Planets" on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. You know, it's always great to see someone achieve something that they always wanted to do. For me, that was creating this podcast and getting people's voice out there. I don't want to be corny, but if Cole's story teaches us anything, is that we can achieve whatever we want as long as we commit ourselves to it. A big thanks to Cole Kiefer for sharing his story. I'm Hayden Kim, and thank you for listening.